0: Welcome to Conversations with Jeff Bucknam, a podcast featuring real, not famous people that Jeff wanted to talk with. And he's inviting you to listen in. Jeff serves as the lead teaching pastor of Harvest Bible Chapel in suburban Chicago. And this is episode one of season one of this podcast. We're calling it The First Conversation. I'm your host, Tommy Kreitz. Let's get this conversation started.
1: Tommy Kreitz? Tommy
0: Kreitz. See, I never knew
1: that's how you said your name.
0: Yeah, it's pretty interesting and very
1: German.
0: Z, Zed Zed Yeah, that's what they say in and New Zealand, right? And Canada And, and Canada. most of the world, yeah We're the only ones Yeah Us Americans Yeah, Z Okay As in zebra But that sounds like crutes to me It looks like crutes too I've gotten um, a lot of different pronunciations of that name Okay Cruets Creutes
1: Crutes Okay But it's Kreitz. Well, I've learned something already today mm-hmm. Tell me about you There it is, my last name Yeah, that's great <laughs> It's you're right. I you're hosting this show.
0: I'm hosting. It's a hosting. big deal for you. Yeah, it's it is. It feels like a big deal right now.
1: <laughs> you got called up to the big league. That's right. <laughs> I've
0: uh, first time on a podcast ever, and I'm hosting a podcast. That feels like a uh, bit of a jump.
1: Yeah, I think you skipped the whole hey, I was on a podcast, but that's part of the reason why today we are actually going to interview you in a few minute In a few minutes.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to have. I'm not only the host,
1: but I'm also the guest. You are <laughs> to, for this first one. I am both host and guest. Yeah. So this is this is a podcast that I uh I love doing. I've done a few of these before, and I'm just gonna tell you now that one of the best things about uh people is that they all have a story. Yes. And that everybody, uh everybody's story is is quite honestly unique and different and, and it's filled with twists and turns about how God in his providence has led them. So our goal in this whole podcast is to really to encourage you. Um we're trying to encourage you with stories, uh, largely if not completely, from Harvest Bible Chapel of people that you don't probably know. Some you will, like Tommy, yes, but others you won't really know that well. And you'll realize that these people have been through some very difficult things, and they've had to deal with some of that. and And we're hoping that it'll be honest conversation. And uh, we're not. Our goal is not to uh, teach you anything in particular, except for the fact that God is at work in the lives of everybody around you uh, in unique ways. And if you ask enough questions, you end up seeing his work. I love that. Explained. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love the whole concept. Well, I'm that's really why you're here, Tommy. You're a hype man. I'm <laughs> a hype man.
0: noise. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> that's the phrase. Let's go. How do you feel about that phrase, by the way? Let's go. Let's go. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. More of it. You Got to yep. kind of, you know, let's, let's go. go.
1: Tommy, you're a weightlifter, right? No. You I used are. to. Yeah. I don't anymore. Did you ever take uh creatine? I did never, never. Did you ever take steroids? Never. Did you ever take uh human growth hormone? <laughs> no. But I did
0: uh I did at one point in um high school and college use protein
1: powder. Okay. So there's more of this excitement to come in yeah. just the next couple just of minutes, but we're going to take a break uh, so I can get a drink of water and get prepared for all that's about to come out of your mouth. I'm ready. All right.
0: All right. Welcome back. We are back to conversations with Jeff Bucknam, And the first conversation
1: is, well, it's with me. W- why wouldn't it be? Why, yeah. I
0: mean, I asked the other way. Why would it be? But uh, you you seem to want it. So a little here.
1: background about uh, what just happened uh, about 20 minutes ago. Tommy walked into this room. He's sitting down at the microphone and he said, who are you interviewing today? And we said, you. He said, oh, what? So th- this is a surprise to you that you're being interviewed. Yes. And we couldn't find anybody else. It's perfect. I'm, I'm glad. So to we're be just going with who we got. That's great. Get to know the host, you know, really. <laughs> totally. Get to know Tommy, the host. Yes. Right. So you are from where? Well, first of all, currently you serve at, at Harvest Bible Chapel in what capacity?
0: Yeah. So I serve as the lead pastor of student ministries and uh, very recently now... Does uh,
1: everybody get the title of Lead Pastor here?
0: Yeah. Do you have it too? I do. We lead both have Teaching it. Pastor? Yeah. Lead Teaching Pastor. You're pa- a Lead Pastor. You're a yeah, Lead Pastor. Yeah. I looked under my chair and there it was. <laughs> lead Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so um, just very recently, Young Adults as well. So yeah. that's new and fun and fresh. And I'm very excited about that.
1: So you're kind of like a next-gen pastor.
0: Kind of like the next-gen pastor. Is okay. that the title? I mean, I, I feel like you make those. So... You can tell me what I
1: am. I guess I am. Yeah. I'll tell you what, the new title is not going to have lead in it. I can't be the lead pastor of Next Gen. There's <laughs> only one lead around here. Mm. Tommy. That's you. You, you, uh, did you grow up in a Christian home?
0: Yeah. Wow. So that's pretty interesting. My mom is a Christian, faithful woman of God, and she would take us to church every Sunday. What kind mm-hmm. of church? It was an EV, EV free church.
1: Okay. And but, like, it was, a, it was a really conservative type church. Hey, you need to wear a woolly sweater and no, a pair of slacks. No, it was actually
0: pretty soft. Uh, okay. Like, pretty watered down, pretty, like, come, you know, come as you are, which is, like, great, but um, it, very interesting. So, my dad is not saved yet. Hmm. Still praying for him. Um, and so, we would have we really didn't have a choice as children to go to church. Did was, he go to church with you? He went to he went to something he called his church which was uh fishing. <laughs> <laughs> and I always wanted to That's go to good. I always wanted to go to church with dad, but uh mom made us go to church with her, which I'm thankful
1: for. I had a friend who named his his bed the word. Yes. So he would tell people that he was spending time in the word every Sunday every morning. Every Sunday. <laughs> which I thought was pretty good. That's fantastic. That's probably what your dad named the fishing hole. Yeah. I'm going to the word. I'm going to the word. <laughs> going deep. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but your mom would take you to
0: church. She would, yeah. So we grew up, me and my sister. I have one sister. She's uh, 18 months older than me. Oh, wow. And so we would go to church every single Sunday. And it was all right, you know. But, uh, our church didn't really talk that much about sin. Talked about a lot about um the love of Christ and grace and those never, are good things though, right? Fantastic things. Okay. But where, I never, where was this? I never where, knew, in, where in the world. Yeah. So goodness, where was that? Antioch, Illinois. Oh, so, okay. So interesting. So we lived in Wisconsin, but there weren't a lot of or really any in, in that area that we were at life giving churches. And so we have for my whole life traveled to Illinois across the border to go to church. How far was it from your house? Um it was about 20 minutes.
1: Ah it's not that much. Yeah we
0: were right across the, you could throw a rock at the border. Okay. We, we grew up in Wilmot Wisconsin. Yeah. So that there's means uh, doesn't nothing not, to it doesn't mean it means nothing to me. Yeah but maybe the people listening they'll know it for okay, them probably. For, there's a there's a ski hill there. It's called Wilmot Mountain but it's a hill. <laughs> Actually it was a garbage hill. It was made of, garba- <laughs> made of really? garbage. Really?
1: Yeah. Fantastic. So if you ever need to... So when I was... Listen, when I was younger, I grew up skiing. Yeah. In the Pacific Northwest, right? Yeah. And people would call that a garbage ski hill. But that wasn't actually garbage. It means that it was a It was bad, bad. yeah. No,
0: this was actual garbage. Okay. And uh, now, Vail, the company... They bought it. They bought it,
1: weirdly. It doesn't make any sense, but... It's great, apparently. Maybe they have big visions for garbage hill. They're going to add more. Tommy, you (laughs) had... So you grew up in would you would you say it was a christian family then i would i would uh
0: because my dad never objected you okay. know uh mom could pretty much right do whatever she wanted
1: did you was there kids. ever a point where you thought i don't want i don't want this anymore oh wow um no or, not necessarily or your heart was kind of always into it you yeah. were like yeah churches it's just kind of what we did you know okay.
0: we, we started at we started so young that it was just kind of this is what we do. We go to church, yeah. and I always wanted to go with my dad
1: fishing because yeah. I love fishing. But we went with mom. You're a wrestler. I was. Like what Not kind so of much wrestler? Like, anymore. like like Nacho Libre wrestling or
0: no? Although that would be amazing, and I would love to wear the mask. But uh,
1: do you c- have some toast? Yes.
0: All right, <laughs> the Lord's chips, and um, and so I we um, it was it's called folk style freestyle. Uh, those okay. are the types of wrestling. Okay, but before, Not
1: WWE. Okay, but there's different kinds of that kind of wrestling. So if you go cuz every 4 years or whatever the Olympics come around and it there's does. like different kinds of wrestling and I have no idea. There's Greco-Roman. Yeah, Greco-Roman it sounds
0: old because it is.
1: And then there's another kind of wrestling, freestyle. Yeah. Okay, what's the difference between Greco-Roman and freestyle wrestling?
0: So Greco-Roman is only upper body. So you can only use your torso. So no legs. You can't attack the legs. You can't touch the legs. You can't use your legs in any meaningful way. Um, it's all upper body. So throws and things like that. It's pretty, when it gets going, it, it's exciting. Do you, that's not what you did, though. No, you I did, did not. You did freestyle wrestling. And folk style. So folk style is what you would see co- at college and sorry folk folk style wrestling folk style wrestling peter yeah. paul or folk style yeah wrestlers. exactly <laughs> you maybe a better way to say it is collegiate
1: Ar- yeah. garfunkel is really good at that yeah
0: <laughs> it's very folky so freestyle is like greco uh except you can attack the legs the point the point system is a little different than okay. what you would see in high school or college though. were you good at this were you good at the
1: just, wrestling i was
0: like how good i won uh, state in wisconsin what
1: yeah you were a state champion. I was a state champion. In what weight class? 152 pounds. Is that what you weigh now? It is not, <laughs> as you can
0: see. I'm a little bit heavier. i missed a lot of Thanksgivings as a wrestler because that's right during the wrestling season. And so I, I had to make up for all 19 years of missed Thanksgivings. So I did. So
1: do you think there's anybody on the entire staff at Harvest Bible Chapel who could take you down? In wrestling? Yeah. No. Okay, so I just want everybody on Harvest Bible Chapel staff to have heard <laughs> it. He just threw down the gauntlet. Any of you want to have a go, Tommy's here. In wrestling, no, I would say. Okay. Uh, in other ways,
0: most likely. Okay, yeah. but wrestling. Yeah. I don't so know when did you give it? Did you go
1: to college? Did you go to college and, and wrestle?
0: I did. Which I did. college? Which uh, Tennessee. University of Tennessee. No, they don't have, so f- weird stories, they don't have a collegiate wrestling at Vols. Okay. Just doesn't doesn't exist. So I went to um, a small school called Cumberland. Okay. And uh, was, it was it
1: on a scholarship for wrestling? It
0: was, yeah, oh, wow. a full ride.
1: Really, a full that, ride for wrestling? Th- that was
0: the choice, right? And it's then crazy. I tra- I transferred out of there. Uh, but that's where I went first. And so uh, it was the choice was um, no one in my family had gone to college, so it was like um, whoever gives you money to do it. And they were like full ride, and I'm like okay.
1: That's so it. you were the first, that's or you the first person in your family to to go to me and college? my sis- me and my sister. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Did you finish? I didn't, <laughs> <laughs> Which is a story that I want to yeah want to hear about. Uh, so you were there for a few years, mm-hmm. and then like, why did you decide to no longer attend college? That's a big yeah. move in the United States these days. It right? is. I mean, like, well, not yeah. these well, days. Well, I mean, but it was a couple then. of years ago. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah so I. Um, I had some personal stuff happen. So, yeah, this it all kind of lines up with a bit of my, you know, salvation story and early walk with Christ. And um, I came to faith when I was, I know you didn't ask this question, but I'm going to tell you. It's a little bit of context. I love it. So I came to faith as a freshman in high school.
1: And. How? Um, Yeah. I was, I was. So you went to church all this time. I went all, all but this you time. You wouldn't have called yourself a. A, a I would not Christian. I, I would have an active believing. I for Christian. sure.
0: I for sure would have. Okay. Uh, I would have said I'm. A, I'm a Christian. Uh, but really, what it was was my parents' faith for sure. I, I went because my mom told me. Okay. And not out of any sort of love in my heart. So what um, changed in your freshman year of? I started asking myself those like life altering questions. You know what I mean? Like, uh, what is life? <laughs> What's my purpose? Is this it? Is it just like this? And I started searching on the internet, which was like you know so this is t- the, like 2000 so right when the internet was hap- you know it was happening things were going on and y2k shout out and uh and i started asking the internet those questions typed it into you know yahoo and yahoo yeah yeah <laughs> asking you know what is it all about and i came across a preacher his name's paul washer yeah i never heard of him I have um, heard Paul Washer. He's very like he's very uh I think the term you used this weekend was brimstone and fire. Yes. He's very like uh he's strong on sin but also very clear. And uh that was the what the sermon was on. It was on sin and grace. And I'd never heard going growing up in that kind of watered down environment. I've never heard um like the what sin was and what it Did to me and how it separated me from God and um, How I was spiritually dead and all of a sudden like that hit me I was in my room in the basement of my house um, As a 14 year old and Realized that I was a sinner Hmm. and that I had um, Never realized my need for a savior Never realized that I was that way and then he talked about the free gift of grace. Mm. And I was like, that's I, incredible. I want it. I want that. I yeah. want to follow that. I want to follow that Savior, that well, Jesus. That's great. And so I did. I gave my life to the Lord right there. I mean, how you say it, I followed Christ. Yeah, um, sure. You know, my <laughs> my predestiny was
1: yeah. fulfilled in yeah, that yeah, moment. That's no, good. <laughs> so you, you were converted. I was converted, yes. You, I was you, regenerated. You were, um, mm-hmm. you were... Uh, still going to the same church after that
0: no so i actually (laughs) crazy i had started going to a charismatic church which was a first assembly of god and um i was involved for those people who
1: don't know Mm -hmm. what charismatic means yeah Tell, tell them yep so
0: they um believe in the uh i would say like the outward expression of um, the, the filling of the Holy Spirit or the baptism of the Holy Spirit would be through the speaking of tongues. Okay. The, um, they believe in the sign gifts is one yeah in know. the
1: middle of services and stuff so yeah like so they'll that be speaking be, in tongues yeah.
0: in service as worship's going on um, they would have sometimes someone get up on the microphone speak in tongues. Would and there be would he- like a
1: healing service would you sometimes have yeah. Yeah, okay so would they line people up in the front try sure, to heal, yeah. heal them or uh, were people slain in the spirit, you know that language. I do. yes, Okay. Slain spirits yes, means they fall. They fall over and they can't move. They fall over. Can't move. Based on, okay. But that was all stuff that you witnessed. And, I did. Okay. Yeah. Not only at that church.
0: Um. Some of those things that they were a little bit. Um. They they didn't go like heavily into. But then I you know I was in that denomination for a bit and I traveled around trying to find churches, and so yeah that was uh, that was my experience, and so uh,
1: when you look back at that yeah okay. Uh what were the best parts about uh attending a S- assembly of God is that what you said? It was. Yeah. yeah. What were the best parts of attending a church like that?
0: Uh the worship was electric. So the the uh the church I grew up in it was very um organ. Oh yeah. A little maybe uh, if you if it's a special day, you get a keyboard. Whoa. uh a little bit of acoustic. That's the youth service. Yeah, that's the youth service. The youth service has an acoustic guitar guy wearing a beanie you know what i mean yeah and uh but at the at the assemblies of god church they they had a full band rocking yeah. and i was like yeah let's go and i was really into rock music um when
1: i was in high school favorite
0: band uh it's a, a band called dream theater weird it's rock
1: when were you in high school what year uh
0: 2002 to 2006 did you like weezer yes all right i did and green day and all of like you know those punk rob's Dude. punk <laughs> Or emo, as the kids say, the elder emo now. Okay, because I'm older. So, <laughs> really, <laughs> I am elder emo. Elder emo. That's the, that's what the TikTok calls me.
1: Really? Yeah. I Thought that's what they called Mormon guys. <laughs> and, <laughs> they do. Oh. <laughs> um. Okay. Yes. So back to back to the the you changed churches. I did for several years. I did even into college. Yeah. I started going
0: with some friends to a youth group. It's okay. called H2O. Mm-hmm. Praise yeah. God. And, uh, and so that's how I kind of got, that was my foot in the door into the charismatic church Okay, was that.
1: So what was that? So the best part was the worst. What mm-hmm. what was the most difficult part?
0: Yeah. Well, it was a moment. I, I remember it. I still remember it now. Like it was yesterday is I was, um, so I was a sophomore, maybe first part of my junior year, right around there and, uh, went to church and it was just like any other day, except the pastor came up to me and he's like, Hey, I kind of noticed that you are not speaking in tongues. And, um, do you have the gift of speaking in tongues? And I said, no, I've tried, right. I've tried to like do that and I've prayed for it, but I, I've never, I've never done it. And basically he went on to like share with me that I didn't have the Holy Spirit. And like, that was really tough for me to hear as a, as a young man and like, uh, I didn't read that in my Bible, and my that my that was my pastor saying that to me, basically that I wasn't saved, and that made me feel other yeah. in the group. Do you know what I mean? Everyone else was doing it, and so I felt a bit inferior. Yeah. It was tough. Did you stick with the church after that, or I was didn't. that kind of like that was that it. was a yeah? I was like, why well, I didn't feel like I belonged. Right, right. I don't have this. Okay, I, I'm I'm not one of you. You know, uh, <laughs> that's what I felt like. And as an impressionable young man, like that's the place that I went to. And so I ended up leaving and kind of went a bit on like a a, a bit of a rabbit trail mm. um, in my faith. Yeah. And um, this was while you were in college then. Not well, that was in high school. Oh, OK.
1: And I started to have success in, in high school in wrestling and in sports. Yeah. And that became important to you.
0: Well, and, and apparently you become popular when that I'm, I was not a popular kid. I was like super nerdy. Uh, I was into computer games and Pokemon cards before they were cool, like they are right now. So I was into some nerdy stuff. And so I didn't get invited to parties. But once you start succeeding at things, people apparently want to...
1: Okay, let me just ask you a quick question then, Mm -hmm. okay, based upon the nerdy thing. Yes. Dude, do you wear any pants that come down to your ankles at all? Yeah, I used to. Because you're always wearing the pants that come way above the ankles? Yeah. And the white shoes, (laughs) like the Stan Smiths, and (laughs) then... and then the fact that, you know, the name of that's pretty, well, impressive. And you, the short sleeve sweaters. Yeah. So that's not nerdy stuff, dude. That's hipster. Yeah, You're a hipster. Yeah. And you got like a shaved side of your head. Uh-huh.
0: Hipster. Yeah. Yep. What happened? Uh, I got a wife and, really? and she, um, she doesn't like the Klingon no. vibe. No. <laughs> yeah. She's like, listen, Star Wars is great, but like, you need to look different. And I'm just kidding. She's not like that, but she does dress me. Uh, she's a hairstylist too. So she's like, okay, you need
1: to be on trend. We're going to get to her yeah okay just a second that's a great i want to know why he stopped college
0: yes okay great so i uh so i was kind of walking away from the lord and i mean i i uh like was pretty confused as a young man in college uh what what to do what do i want to do um i had uh, a couple of my friends from high school i'd never really experienced loss ever Mm. um and I had uh, a friend of mine pass away uh, like right when we went off to college and very close friend. That was really difficult. Um, and then my sister's fiance passed away in a motorcycle accident. Oh my word. And so that was like, you know, like those two moments happened like kind of at really similar times. And uh, I was away from my family and I thought really interestingly that I wanted to get as far away from my parents and my family as possible and uh i did not want that actually i wanted to be with them and i missed them uh and so that was yeah that kind of all contributed and i was like i'm just gonna there was no like push from my parents they were like yeah come back home Hmm. we miss you we want you here it's tough and so my sister was going through a pretty difficult season and I, we're, we were we were super close. We still are. And, um, I felt like a terrible brother not being there, you know, it was one yeah. of those and family trumped college and everything really. Right. And so I, I, I went back home.
1: So when you get back home in a state like that, you know, everybody in, in our culture these days is like, if you give up on college, you've given up on your life. Yeah. Were, was there a moment when you went back home that you were thinking to yourself, what now?
0: Yeah. What was,
1: what For was sure. now? Yeah, like now, what did
0: you do? Now it was work. So where would you work? I worked at um I worked at a company. I was a a, pro- a project coordinator and for what? Um, for a plastics company. Okay. Yeah. So thermoforming plastics.
1: Wow. Yeah. Did great. you just walk into that, or did you have a friend who? Yeah. No, I had a
0: connection. Yeah, for sure. Uh, or was and that your dream? You no, know, that was kid. not. My, it was not my dream. Oh, I can't plastics. wait to be, I love. Yeah. <laughs> well, weirdly enough, they did John Deere. Oh yeah. And as a Wisconsinite, I loved. John Deere tractors. Okay, so I, that that was a, that was a the, bit, that was your yeah. the passionate way in. Yeah, I was like, you do John Deere? Great, I'm in. So
1: how did you get? So <laughs> at what point did you get interested in ministry? Then, yeah. So you, I mean, at that point, I'm assuming you were thinking, I'm just going to be in the you know workaday world. And yeah,
0: I uh, immediately, like, right away, I was super like, I loved youth ministry. Wanted to lead in youth ministry. Every time I was connected with the church, I was a small group leader in youth ministry. Uh, I felt just a, just an immediate connection there uh, in my serving world. And I found an incredible joy about it. And, um, I was working in that arena, um, in Wisconsin and I had just started coming down actually to
1: harvest. Hmm. So I would would drive down here. Really? (laughs) How far is that? It's about an hour, a little over an hour. Drove an hour to get to Harvest. Yeah, twice okay. a week. So gonna, I want to take that cul de sac real quick. Yeah. So let's go. Like why? Yeah. Why would you go to Harvest? You passed like mm-hmm. dozens of churches along
0: the way. Yeah, totally. So me and um, th- there's like so much more backstory here, right? So I would follow my sister a ton as she she's a worship leader, mm. and so I would follow her as like her guitarist. <laughs> <laughs> and so wherever church she would go to, I would go with. Okay. And, uh, wherever, wherever she was working. And, um, finally me and uh, a friend of mine, his name is, it was Tony. Uh, we, w- we decided, we're like, Hey, you know what? Let's, uh, let's go check out this church. Uh, cause we'd listened to walk in the word mm. a little bit on like the radio. We made it all the way up to Wisconsin. And so we went and checked it out and we met, um, some great people when we got here and they're like, Hey, you should get involved in the youth ministry. And you did. That Wednesday, we showed up at the youth ministry, and the person preaching who was uh, Pastor Jason Akers, he was preaching. He was preaching on the supremacy of Christ to junior high students, and I'm like, this is
1: the church. This is my church. This is it. The, <laughs> the guy who got con- was converted by Paul Auster. Yeah. You're I mean, like, yep. yep I'm here. Here.
0: The supremacy of Christ? Yeah. 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 To junior hires? Let's go. And so I did. I jumped in, and uh, we started serving first in the worship ministry, and then in the
1: as small group leaders. And yeah. every week driving an hour. Yeah. That's for r- for service on Sunday. And, and how long was it before you got offered a job here?
0: Yeah, it was probably six months. Oh,
1: wow. That's pretty yeah. quick. But it was in media services. Okay.
0: So uh, audio and video for everything outside of the
1: main service. So at what point does uh, your dear wife, Kelly, enter this picture? Yeah, right around my... Yeah, right around here. Okay. I have been told... yeah. That you, your wife was very, played very hard to get, Tommy. Yes. So uh-huh. explain to me how very hard, to, what does that mean?
0: <laughs> okay. This is my favorite story to tell, by the way.
1: Okay, well, I'm glad that she, I just threw that softball to you. She rejected me 75 times. No, she didn't.
0: Now, people say you started keeping count. Well, after a certain amount of time, yeah, you start you start
1: counting it. And so she... What do you mean she rejected you? Like okay, was yeah, that, yeah. I should, that just I like, clarify. hey, you should go out on a date with me? And yeah. she say no. No, it
0: was like, hey, you want to go get some ice cream? Hey, would you like to go... I tried everything. Everything. Frolfing
1: to a movie. Nothing.
0: Nothing stuck. I mean, I went with frolfing. You know what but I'm saying? But she she didn't... She didn't... She said no.
1: And you'd, you didn't catch that hint? No, I... Yeah.
0: No, I guess I didn't. Um, I... Okay, so, well... He, Small caveat: like she had like a boyfriend, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> you know. Oh wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait!
1: So you were asking her out while she had a boyfriend? I didn't. I
0: didn't. I didn't know. I didn't like that. Wasn't the thing that was at the forefront of my mind, or something that I like really spent? We didn't spend a lot of time talking about yeah, that. You should I'll have say put that. a ring on it. Uh, he agreed, and so we. <laughs> I was that went on for some time, two years. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so it's it's over.
1: You know, it wasn't like every week. So her saying no wasn't so much being. I, like I won't date you. It's in, like yeah. I'm, it's like I'm, being, I'm actually with this other guy. Yeah, at she, this point, she's
0: kind of being pretty stellar. Yeah. Okay. So finally, I was like, maybe, maybe she doesn't know what how I feel. Maybe she doesn't like <laughs> really. Maybe she doesn't know. Maybe she just thinks we want to. I want to be friends, but like I want to. I want to date her. And so on her birthday, I um, sent to her work, flowers and, uh, like a teddy bear and some candies and a note, like a really romantic one. And I sent it over to her work and she texted me, I can't accept these flowers. I have a boyfriend and I, you know, you get the, you get the hint there, right? Mm-hmm. So we stopped talking. Um, cause I'm not like weird. I'm not going to keep pursuing that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and after like six months, she had broken up with her boyfriend in that time. Yeah, um, I was attending here, and uh, I was at student ministry on Wednesday night. And she, I, out of the blue, I got a text. Hey, are you at Harvest right now? And I'm like, Yeah, I, I am actually. Are you here? She's like, Yeah, I'm up. I'm up at women's ministry. And she's like, Do you want to talk? Whoa! I'm like, You're like, uh, Yes. Uh, <laughs> let me think. Yeah, <laughs> more than anything in the world. Uh, let's meet up. And so I immediately ran to the bathroom to make sure, you know. Yeah, everything was put together. Am I looking okay? You know, it's a ministry night. I'm probably pretty sweaty. And so um, I was running down to the bathroom, and that's where we met, right outside of the bathroom door. I didn't make it. And so I had no idea how I looked, but we started talking right outside the bathroom in the underground. So it's kind of a famous spot, really. If you're listening to this and you attend Elgin, um, that's where Tommy met
1: Kelly. So how long, did, so she ended up saying, yes, she'll go out on a date with you.
0: Then. Yeah. So we met, we talked, we talked like forever that night. Yeah. And then the next day I'm like, I'm going to shoot my shot again. And so I did. <laughs> and this time it was welcomed. And she said, yes. Love it. And so we dated for uh, five months
1: and yeah. then i asked her to marry me and we were married within 6 months okay so you sang a song i saw you on there's no an internet needs, no one needs to know about this yes yeah, so there's a no. youtube of you singing a song to your to uh, your uh bride yes well, well it was yeah. a recreation it of what re- you did it was a it was not the real thing right so if what what do people have to google to find this um don't no come on uh come on, i, I it's, actually don't it's know quite beautiful. i don't google it myself but you did you sang a song to I did. her i wrote a song can you
0: can you Sing two lines from it. I won't. I don't remember. Uh, but I will give you the gist of it. Okay. It's been so long, and I, you know, I haven't sang it since. It's not. Okay. <laughs> it's not one of those. But it was a. I wrote the song, and it was a story of our relationship about how she said no, uh, a lot. And you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> and when I've asked her out, she said no and no and no, and then finally at the end, uh, she said yes. And it all leads up to. This last question yeah. that I'm going to ask you, which is, will you marry me?
1: And then you stopped the song and I, and and I waited.
0: Down. Yeah. And I, and I had a, a ring and got down on one knee and she said yes. And now yeah. you have children. We do. <laughs> too. Wow. Yeah. So. You um, should make a movie out of this. Yeah. It's a Nicholas Sparks stuff right there, you know? Um, I <laughs> You know, I always tell people, you know, if you have a hard time believing in, you know, maybe like the doctrine of the perseverance of the saints, just like, you, just you think of my it. story.
1: Yeah, no, this is good. Perseverance, it's real. But Tommy, okay, so <laughs> Tommy, you, uh, you've you been doing ministry then for how long? 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. Student ministry. What do you want to do when you grow up?
0: Yeah, I want. I, well, what do I want to do when I grow up? Yeah. Well, I think I'm there, sort of, in Man, the middle. Student really. ministry, young adult ministry. Not really. Feels right. What do you want to do when you grow up? I, uh, it, this is going to sound cheesy. It really is, um, but it's true. Wherever, whatever the Lord wants me to. Okay. I have always kind of. I know those who are listening right now can't see this, but I'm holding my hands out. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: when did you learn that you could be pre- you could preach? Because <laughs> um, you can preach, brother. Well, thank you. Yeah. Praise God. But so When did you learn that that was like a thing? Um, I. Wow. Uh,
0: I don't know if there was like a moment where it was like, yeah, I can preach. Uh, (laughs) I still don't think I've had that moment, (laughs) but I found out that I loved teaching God's word as soon as I did. Yeah,
1: you're gifted. And my first one was Horrible. Everybody's first one's Hor- horrible. It was to fifth and sixth. We should record everybody's first sermon so that we can hand it to them yeah. on a little on a little disc. Look how far you've come. And, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, you get to look, or we can upload it to YouTube and you can look at it.
0: There's a worst thing yeah. that you've ever seen. Yeah. And uh, the fact that they allowed me to come back yeah. and preach another sermon was pretty remarkable. Yeah. Um, but I had some great guys who gave me feedback and yeah, I dude. just loved... I love doing it. Well, brother, know? it's
1: my pleasure to have you as part of our teaching team here at this church. It's been uh, a pleasure. When I first start, when I first interviewed here, I was, yeah, you're part of the reason why I came. So, wow. I mean, a very small part. Tommy, yeah. Don't overstate no, I, it. No, right? at least 50. Yeah. But when you say small, you mean yeah, 49%. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> No. Okay, so Tommy, th- we're gonna finish this off now. All right, perfect. Uh, I'm gonna g- we're gonna do a lightning round, though. Okay, okay. I love this lightning. Is, this I ha- do not have any of these questions planned, so I'm just gonna shoot them at you. Okay, and you have to answer these questions as quickly as you can. Rapid fire. With yeah, rapid fire. Great. I don't know how long it's gonna last. Okay, until I lose interest. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. You have a Bass Pro Shops hat on. Why?
0: Yes. Uh, Wes Casford right here bought it for me when two friends went and bought Bass Pro hats themselves and forgot about me and so um, really didn't value my friendship. Yeah, this but then is too Wes, long. Wes found it and okay. he bought it for me.
1: You still lift weights?
0: I don't. Why not? I'm uh, unmotivated.
1: <laughs> What's your favorite sport now?
0: Uh, football. Favorite football team? Gal- Dallas Cowboys, obviously. God's team. <laughs>
1: favorite Dallas Cowboys player? Emmitt Smith. Really? Yes. Emmett I grew up Smith. in the 90s. Come on.
0: Like that was yeah. Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman.
1: Okay. Michael Irving,
0: Jay Novacek. I mean it was like
1: It's Irvin. Yeah. But you know, you when can I call him Michael Irving? Irving if you want to. F- I'm from Wisconsin. You're not man. actually okay, a didn't. fan of the I am. All right. I have their I have rookie co- I, I mean it's a whole thing. F- They're in a If you're going to recommend a a cartoon to the kids today <laughs> that's from your childhood, yeah. what would it be? Oh my goodness!
0: Scooby Doo, obviously.
1: Really? Like the remix or the old? Scooby-Doo? No, Doo? the old
0: Scooby Doo.
1: Okay. Jinkies! Yes. All right. Yeah, uh, would I say that? Yeah, I think. First so. car,
0: uh, it was a, it was a Honda Accord, 1988, with a broken muffler, so it sounded like a rocket ship as it went down. It, it, I got it for four hundred dollars. <laughs> so four hundred bucks. <laughs> four hundred bucks. That's, can you believe that? That's pretty good. Uh, it died on Easter. <laughs> So as the Lord rose, my car died.
1: (laughs) Okay. So really fun. Tommy, it has been a delight to talk to you. Yeah. Thank you so much for spending the time, being willing to engage a little bit uh, with me. Absolutely. I'm really looking forward to having uh, you be the host of this podcast. I'm very excited to host it. We're going to have a good time in the future as we talk to more and more people. And as you can tell, everybody's got a story. Yes. So God's at work in your life, my life, everybody else. Yeah. So anyway. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. It's been fantastic. You need to join us next time, whenever that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah whenever whenever we get the next person. <laughs> yeah. <Perfect. laughs> See you later. Bye guys.